Happy holidays. Happy holidays. What you want when you're hungry? Happy holidays. Do Y'all, welcome to our holiday mini-sode of Nobody Asked for This, a Diet Culture Takedown. I'm your host, Kendra. I'm your co-host, Megan. That's right. We want you to stick through to the very end of this episode because that wasn't our only song. There are two more songs. Y'all have no idea what's coming. Stick around to the end. We're so glad you're here. Uh How y'all making it? I'll tell you, Kendra. Not well, bitch. And here's why. Okay, first of all, that was a housewife's quote. And also, I said, how are y'all making it? So maybe, maybe I I know. Oh, you know. I wanted to jump in. Mm -hmm. Megan, how are you making it? Thank you for asking. I'm the only one who's physically able to respond (laughs) here in the moment. So I took that chance. What I want to say is Uh I have acute sinusitis. Mm Mm-hmm. I have acute bronchitis, mm-hmm. and I have an ear infection. And we are here. And I'm here. I'm so dedicated to this. So dedicated. Have I made it to work all week? No. <laughs> Am I recording this now? Yeah. Yeah. Sudafed uh-huh. head. Yeah. And I said when Megan told me that she had this trifecta of infections, I said, and I have those infections <laughs> emotionally that's how my week's gone so so get ready for listen. your cheery holiday episode listen the holidays are stressful i don't know why everyone thinks the holidays are fun and lovely and everything's perfect when for most people something is not great yeah you're right i mean but truly yeah i there's a i do think there's something magical about them but there are a lot of imposed expectations. And you hit it you hit it on the head. The nail on the yeah. head. Yeah. And that's I think what makes it stressful. Yes. And I impose so many expectations on this season. There's no question. Yeah. I bet you do. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about your Enneagram type <laughs> and who you are. Mm-hmm. I do, I do. You know what? Let's just commit right now to getting through this season together to make it to the new year to make it to the new year i'm gonna get sentimental for a minute Uh we haven't been doing this for a year but you could say like we've been doing it for this year that's right (laughs) so um i don't know like thanks for doing this with me kendra oh megan yeah it's a joy It really is. I know. No, I know. It really is. Because I could be having a really crappy day, but then it's like, well, and even if I'm kind of like, oh, I'm so tired and I don't want to record, I never leave here and go, man, I really wish I had that time back. (laughs) You know, I always am like happy that we did it. So I know. I know what you mean. I love you, friend. I love you too. Something that can be stressful for the holidays, Mm -hmm. if you or in a bigger body, is when you go stay at other people's houses. Yeah. That can be stressful. It can be. And I'd like to talk about why Mm -hmm. that can be stressful. So here's the good news. There is a woman named Rebecca Alexander. 
She's a future guest. We're so excited. And her book's coming out soon. Mm -hmm. She has a website called canweallgo.com. And it is a review app where plus-sized people can rate the comfort and accessibility of public spaces so others can know what to expect. We help people of size go out more with less anxiety. I mean, have you ever wanted anything more? I mean, it's like amazing. Yeah, this website is a fantastic resource. She also has stock photos of plus-size people if you want to use them for any sort of website you're building. Um, and she has a blog, and we want to talk about one of her blog entries. Mm-hmm. And that blog entry is titled, 13 Things Your Plus-Size Guests Want You to Know This Holiday Season. Seating options are key. So you want to make sure that you have some armless options for your guests. You want to make sure that they're sturdy. And you want to make sure that you have some options that are wider, like a couch or a sofa. Yes. And if you're, and this goes for like, if you're in your home and hosting something, or even if you're like getting a group of friends together, a group together to go out to eat, to think about what the seating options are at the restaurant that you're going to. And for you to do the work beforehand to like call and ask about if you're making the reservation, whoever it is that's doing that, to be mindful to ask for a table instead of a booth. Just because the truth is, is that tables are actually more accessible. You know what I think about when we talk about seating accessibility in this? Do you remember that time that we, I think I was visiting town. This was like years ago. And I was visiting Nashville and we just, we grabbed dinner together. And I'm not sure we had seen each other in a long time, but Mm -hmm. we sat at a booth. Like there Mm -hmm. were more tables than booths and the place was not full. But for whatever reason, you and I decided to sit at a booth. Mm -hmm. That was unmovable. So we were both just like squished into our sides. Do you remember this? I don't remember this. Remember Unless, this. was it at um, a Thai place, like a sushi yeah. and Thai place? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? I remember all of that, but I don't remember being squished in, which oh. is funny. Because I was probably doing that to myself regularly in booths. Well, I think we both were at that point. Yeah. And, I, and instead of, and like, it wasn't a full restaurant. Instead of like us just getting a table or like yeah being like realizing that nothing moved like we the, right. the space that was there was all that was there <laughs> it was yeah. like we just sat there and had dinner well here's the and thing and i could like I... barely lean over my plate to eat anything. yeah Do you remember oh that? it's terrible it's terrible i think that booths are seen as the uh luxury option like they're seen as the more comfortable option for most people and i think if you're not in a bigger body, you don't realize how uncomfortable they can be. Here's another tip. Don't crowd your table. Allow for at least 30 inches between chairs around your table. Can I tell you this might be my favorite tip on the whole thing? This is like maybe one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. Is to not be able to get around at all, Mm -hmm. like to feel Mm -hmm. stuck and to not have options to move anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of times around the holidays, we have more formal dinners at people's houses, and sometimes that means that there are name. Uh, what am I trying to say? There's a seating arrangement, mm-hmm. and that's when you can be really intentional as a host about who to give more room, maybe put people with bigger bodies on the end of the table. And think about how close you're putting your chairs together. Yes, please do that. It's yes. important. Like, Don't just try and shove everybody around the table. Right. That can be really uncomfortable. 
Here's another one. Provide towels and robes that are big enough for your guests. Mm -hmm. This was an eye-opener for me because guess what? Most of the towels in my own home don't fit my own body. Mm. So this was a moment where I was like, oh, hey, you should do this for yourself, Megan. You deserve to have a towel that fits your body. Yeah, and I think, what do they call them? Blankets? The size that I like is called like a towel blanket. Oh, yeah. And you can get them at Target. Sheets. Sometimes they're called sheets. Bath sheets. That's what they're called. And um, you, they're actually like really accessible now. She also recommends Turkish towels because they're large and they're thin and they dry easily, which are the ones that I ended up putting on my Christmas list. Oh, I've never heard yeah. of a Turkish towel. Oh, look it up. I will. It's luxury. Mm. Here's another tip. If you have an oinking pig in your fridge, a scale in the bathroom, or a photo of yourself in a swimsuit displayed in a way that's meant to quote-unquote, keep you on track, put it away while your friends are in town. (laughs) (laughs) An oinking pig? Oh, my gosh. Is that That a thing? That sounds like written from experience. (laughs) It really does. I mean, honestly, that sounds like they went over to someone's house and that was a thing. Mm -hmm. They were like, "Mm, I'm going to tell people not to do this. That's what that sounds like. Here's the thing. I really wanted to talk about this because in every single tip, I would read it and be like, oh, I've been in this situation. It's been embarrassing. Yeah. You had the memory of it come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any more to add, Kendra? Well, I think when we're talking about hosting people, there's a couple of things I would add. One is if you're expecting 20 people over to your house, you know, that and you don't normally have that many bodies in your home mm-hmm. um, and and even and like say you're cooking that also is going to make your house warmer and it takes time for a space to cool down and so be mindful of making a point to turn your thermostat down a couple of degrees it will be cold to you but once those 20 plus bodies or whatever get into your house it will not be cold anymore (laughs) so yeah um body heat is a real thing we all have it (laughs) truly one of my dreams is to go to a party, a holiday party, any time of year, and not be visibly sweating. Yes. Can you imagine? And if you see your friend Megan sweating, don't say, oh, are you hot? Would you like me to turn the thermostat down? Just turn the thermostat down. Yeah. Because yeah. guess what? I probably already brought it up as a joke to try to deflect. <laughs> so you don't have to bring it up, too. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then on that same note, I, it, I think it can be really generous to provide a fan if somebody is staying over at your house, if you don't mm-hmm. have a ceiling fan, um, cheap, easy to keep around one. It can be a great noise, white noise machine. Yes. Um, but it's just nice so that people have that option, um, in their room. So if we are putting out um, recommendations for people to host, we also want to provide some recommendations on how you can advocate for yourself. Yes. If you are going to someone's house and you have some concerns. Yeah. Because it really can be as easy as asking your host a couple questions. Yeah. Like. And honestly, people who are asking you, they want you to be comfortable. Yes. And some of those questions can be. Do you have a fan in the room or should I bring one? Yes. So you're not leaving it all on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you have armless chairs? You can bring lots of clothing options for all temperatures that you might encounter. 
and you can bring your own snacks. I think that this one's really important. Something that I've experienced um, in traveling during the holidays is that I feel really embarrassed about asking for food if there's not some available. And because of my PCOS, I can get hypoglycemic, so I have to have pretty regular food. And I don't know, something about being a fat person and asking your host for more food doesn't feel great. So if you want to try to not have to do that, bring some of your own snacks. And it's a nice thank you gift to your hosts. Like, hey, I brought some of my favorite snacks. Just leave them out and people can get what they want. I think all of this could come across as a little entitled. Sure. But I think that that reaction to this is a socialized reaction that we've been trained into thinking that fat people are lazy and have too many needs and it's all under capitalism because we're not producing enough, blah, 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 blah. So if you're listening to this and you're like, uh, how about you just stay home? Just take a second and like dive into what that's about Mm -hmm. because I think what's happening here is Rebecca and you and I are trying to be really vulnerable and be like, these are some of the things we've experienced that sort of damaged our self-acceptance. Yeah, or made us um, accept less than we should. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. feel like we don't fit in this world, Mm -hmm. whereas I think we should try to shift to say this world isn't fitting us. Mm -hmm. And that's how our thin friends can help. It is. Our gourmet thins. Do you remember that meme? (laughs) The meme I still don't get. Uh, you still don't get it. I still don't get it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. You even explained it and I was like, nope. <laughs> so thank you, Rebecca Alexander. Yes. We can't wait to have you on the oh, podcast. It's going to be so good. Yeah. And now it's time for Shut the Fuck Up, where we take a deep dive into examples of fat phobia, and diet culture within pop culture. Guess what? It's the holidays, as we've mentioned 1,000 times. And during the holidays, we see a rise in articles telling us how to quote-unquote keep the holidays healthy. These articles and wellness guides are another way to outsource the wisdom of your body. They do this with rules to follow and shortcuts to take. So we want to look at an article and offer some alternatives. This is an article from fitnessandwellnessnews.com. Musts for healthier holidays. Kendra, start us off with number one. Be choosy. Decide which treats are worth the extra treadmill time. Indulge appreciatively and get moving away from the cookie tray and onto the exercise floor. Here's our alternative. Be choosy based on your tastes. Eat what you like and what serves your body. Food and exercise are not a transaction you have to keep track of. Move in ways that feel good. If that means running every day, great. If that means a 10-minute solo dance party, great. Also, don't villainize the cookie tray. That's called restriction and it leads to binging. Number two. Eat a healthful meal focused on protein and fiber before parties. Party food is notoriously rich and highly caloric. You'll be better able to enjoy these finger foods more for what they are intended. Social bites. (laughs) Enjoy them during conversation. 
Don't ravage them down while isolated in a corner because of hunger. <laughs> okay, first of all, social bites sounds like a euphemism for making out. No? Is that just me? A little social bite on the neck. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> our, our alternative is stop counting calories. Guess what's not going to make you enjoy your food more? Giving it moral value. <laughs> it will make you enjoy it less. Also, you're allowed to eat when you're alone and hungry. I like how it says don't ravage them down while isolated in a corner because of hunger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... If you're hungry, ravage it down and you can be in public. You can be in quiet. Like they're just painting such a like a so terrible. picture. Okay. Yeah. Number three. Number three, fit in a workout. It's a busy time. Your body is working harder than ever. Sleeping too little, rushing too much, and working too late. Reward yourself with an invigorating, stress-busting workout. Shorten the session, increase or reduce the intensity. Visit the center at an odd hour. 5 a.m. works. Just keep the momentum going. Acknowledge yourself for feats that could leave even Santa less jolly. Wait, what? Did I read that right? Yeah, you did. Acknowledge yourself for feats that could leave even Santa less jolly. We all know the holidays affect on his shape. <sighs> yes, the holidays are a busy time. So go easy on yourself and know that your body's needs can change with the seasons. Maybe you actually need more rest. Maybe don't pressure yourself to wake up at 5 a.m. if you're already not getting enough sleep. Don't shame a fictional character that literally sacrifices everything to bring us joy for his size. <laughs> Leave Santa alone. Keep oh. that Santa in Christmas. It's like the only celebrated fat character like of our imaginations. Yeah, pretty Santa. much. I mean, <laughs> let him live his life. Uh, if you come across one of these guidelines, first of all, no, you don't have to read it. Secondly, if it feels empowering to you, read it and do your own little version of like, mm, actually, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And while you're doing that, it can help you decide what your own values are. With all of these guidelines and articles and pictures and ads floating around for how you should eat and what rules you should follow, you might go into some holiday meals with a little fear mm. and a little trepidation. And you might be thinking about what other people think about your food choices. And we want you to feel empowered in those situations to imagine we're right there with you holding your hand uh -huh. and singing this gentle song to you. Hey, Megan. Yeah. Do you want to eat some dinner? Come on, let's go fill up our plates. With all these yummy festive Christmas foods, they're right in front of you. Just taste a bit of all the dishes and then decide how you will fill your plate. Do you want to eat some dinner? Some yummy festive Christmas dinner with dessert.
We are going to do something new that we've never done before. Are you ready, Kendra? I guess I have to be. Sure. Mm -hmm. We're going to play a game. (gasps) I love games. I really, really do do love games. I I know. Okay, let's play. What are we playing? It's called the Goop Guessing Game. Okay. We're talking about the triple G's. Now, listen, you might be a Goop fan. That's fine. I personally it's not fine, think but, I mean it's not great. I personally think that on their website they need a banner that just says needs more science. So I was looking at their website and for they research, have for research everybody. For Calm research, down. truly, truly. For Let research. me finish. Let me finish. I found uh, an article entitled The Wellness Junkies Gift Guide. Now, we're going to skip right over the fact that they put wellness and junkie together unironically because we don't have time to address that. (laughs) It seems insensitive to me. Here's how the game's going to work. I have 10 items, and I'm going to tell you the items, and then I'm going to tell you the prices, and you're going to have to match the price to the item. Oh, my. How am I? Do I need a pin? Do you want to just guess the price for each of them instead of having to match them? Okay. There is an alarm clock. <laughs> I can't even say this. It's so ridiculous. An alarm clock to remind you to drink water. How much do you think it is? Okay, well, now it's on goop. <laughs> so Yeah, keep bear in mind. $50? 30 Oh, I was way over. <laughs> One point for goop. <laughs> How much do you think the wooden squatty potty is? At Which looks like a small right? wooden footrest. A hundred? You are wrong. It's two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars for a wooden squatty potty. Okay, y'all. Here's my hack. Get yourself <laughs> a couple of boxes from all that shopping that you've been doing for Christmas yep. or your holiday yep. presents or whatever you celebrate, and just put one under one foot and one under the other, <laughs> <laughs> and poop free for the holidays. And then Poop you can just easy. Throw them away if you get anything on them, because it's just boxes. What are? Tell me about your bathroom situation. That you're getting things on them. What are you doing? Well, next one, another bathroom-related item. Number two, toilet paper. It wasn't number two, so don't say that. No, that's what it's called. Oh, it's called number two toilet paper. How many rolls? It one. is for twenty-four rolls. 24. I can get 24 rolls of toilet paper at the grocery store for... I knew you would know this. 16 or something. So my guess yeah. is it's probably double-ish. You're not wrong. Okay. $34. Okay, so I was saying 32 basically, but it's yeah. 34. 34 for 24 toilet paper rolls. What's special it's about them? like sustainable or something. I don't Do know. Do they have crystals in them? <laughs> Probably. Have yeah, they been charged that. outside? Do you have to put it outside for an hour before you can use it? You have to soak it in water to get rid of all the negative ions. But yeah. wouldn't Goop be all about a bidet? You'd think so. That European lifestyle. Okay, jump rope. Okay. Just a jump rope? Just a jump rope. Really? It's a smart jump rope, but it's it's an effing jump rope. <laughs> what do you mean smart? I don't know. It probably has Bluetooth. Oh, okay, well, that's not like, okay, jump rope. Mm-hmm. Well, if the squatty potty was 200, 
<laughs> and this is a smart jump rope. $75? Very good. You're getting good, which is scary. It's not something you want to be good at. because I shop a lot. <laughs> this is the only thing I care about on the list, and it's uh-huh. called a temperature control bracelet. It says it can control your temperature, and you know all I want is to not be hot in public spaces. How much do you think that that is? $300. Ding, 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 $2.99. <gasps> really? It's scary how good you're getting at this. I'm really good at this. Okay, next item. A sweatshirt. Okay, one size fits all, probably. <laughs> yeah, an extra small that fits everyone. Sweatshirt, 150 bucks. You're close. 140. Oh, okay. It's just a black sweatshirt that doesn't come in either of our size. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing is a, this is a daily price, okay? For a signature meal plan. And this meal plan includes fresh meals, teas, supplements, and support. It is organic, plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, no refined sugar plan. So this would be what we would call a disordered eating meal plan. Highly restrictive. Guess how much money you're going to pay every day to literally ruin your relationship with food. $50. $70. A day? Yeah. So, hot tip. Listeners, if ever in your life you've paid for a meal plan, a daily thing, just consider uh, the education that you've received on this podcast. Head on over to our Patreon. Pay us, you know, half of what you'd be paying for a month. Even less than that, actually, because we only have three tiers and it's $5, $10, and $15. And uh, just put that money towards, you know, healing your relationship with your body by listening to this podcast. And while we're here. $70 is like (laughs) a third of my entire month's food budget. Who is paying for that? Rich people. And listen, while I've already mentioned our Patreon, it's something that we launched recently. It is at patreon.com forward slash N-B-A-F-T. There are three tiers, $5, $10, $15. On those tiers, you can find things like extended interviews, access to mini-sodes like this one. You can become a part of our book club. Go check it out because we love doing this, and it's so fun, and it also takes a lot of time and effort. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, if you aren't following us on Instagram or Facebook, Be sure you've liked our page on Facebook and following us on Instagram. We uh, post a lot of updates on Instagram and Facebook, so it's the best place to keep up with what we're, when new things are coming and when new episodes are showing up and who's coming up when and all the things. And we're going to take you out with a song. Thoughts are rewired. She only eats.
curls At this point you know Her restriction and weight loss goals Are so far from being Guide 